Let the same mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who did not regard equality with God as something to be held on to, but emptied himself to the point of death on a cross. Unlike the other Palm Sunday passages which follow the every three year pattern of lectionary lessons. The lectionary asks the church throughout the world to read those words every Palm Sunday. The epistle passage for Palm Sunday never changes. Every year, the same passage. The one which says, let the same mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who did not regard equality with God as something to be held on to, but emptied himself to the point of death on a cross. But even though it rolls back around in the same way on the same Sunday every year, this year, for the first time, just in time, since this is my last time, I noticed that in this verse from Philippians, Jesus reverses the original sin. What was the original sin? In Genesis chapter 3, what was it that tempted Adam and Eve to eat from the tree? It was the temptation to be like God. You can be equal to God. All that power, all that privilege, all that knowledge, all that control. That was the temptation which led Adam and Eve into the first sin. It wasn't that bad of a sin, was it? You can be like God. The original sin. Grasping. All that power. And all that privilege. Which goes with being God. And in Philippians chapter 2, what Paul says concerning the cross is that our Lord Jesus did not regard equality with God as something to be held on to, but let go. 
just let go of all that power and all that privilege. The absolute reversal of the original sin, which is also the perpetual sin. Jesus letting go of the power and privilege which went with being equal with God and choosing instead to live a life of vulnerable, helpless love which left Jesus stretched out and opened up as wide as the world on the cross. And in today's epistle lesson, Paul said that we should have in us that same way of thinking. Let the same mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus, which would require us to let go of power and privilege, choosing instead to live a life of vulnerable, helpless love, stretched out and opened up to all the world. The cross which once was a way for Jesus to die, now a way for us to live. The cross moved from Jerusalem to Jackson, from there to here, from then to now. As long as the cross is only a place for Jesus to die, the cross poses no danger to any of us. Jesus died on the cross. We believe Jesus died on the cross for us. We are no longer headed for hell. We are now going to heaven and we can live any old way we please. Because the cross belongs to Jesus. And it's back there in Jerusalem. But move the cross from Jerusalem to Jackson. From there to here. From then to now. From Jesus to we, us. And now, Christianity is no longer just about a problem, sin, and how to fix it, sacrifice. Now, 
Christianity is no longer just about a problem and how to fix it. Now, Christianity is about a life and how to live it and a love and how to give it. And now, now we understand what the Bible means when the Bible says that we are crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live. Because now our lives become as cross-formed as Jesus' death was cross-shaped. And we, not just some of us or the special of us or the best of us, but all of us who follow Jesus, we are ready to let go of power and privilege so that we can begin to live that cross-formed life of vulnerable, helpless love. Our arms out as wide as the arms of Jesus on the cross to embrace the world in vulnerable, helpless love. I know that's more than we bargained for when we came here this morning. But y'all, any week that is going to end in something as big as a resurrection, you knew was going to involve something more than a cross in Jerusalem. You knew it had come to Jackson. Amen.